All right, welcome back to another episode of the Change Officer Podcast special series here at the STEP Conference. And in our third episode today, we have Bay with us, who is a co-founder and chief marketing officer of Straightfire. They're working on something really amazing. And you can guess the space, NFTs. <laughs> Bay, welcome to the show. Yeah, very excited to be here. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm beyond excited and, and, uh, and I'm, I'm looking forward to the learning curve now that we're going to go through. I am getting really interested in the space of NFTs. Uh, we can see the pattern now because previous two episodes also touched upon the space because really? it's booming. Yeah. Um, is this now the FOMO effect? So everyone is jumping in. Is this here to stay? What's the real value? I hope to get all of these answers from you. I think what you just mentioned they, they all exist. It is formal because, of course, a lot of people, a lot of mainstream media from the Web2 world, they are talking about it, creating sensation. There are always speculative people who wants to get a bite of it. But at the same time, nothing stops true pioneers and change makers. Absolutely. So yeah. it's formal, but it's also just the starting of a long journey. Amazing. Yeah. Before we jump into a topic, uh, I want to introduce you to our audience. Uh, super exciting journey behind you. you 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 flew in here from uh amsterdam right yeah from the for the first time in dubai first time first time at step what what are your first impressions yeah it's amazing it feels like so multicultural but it also feel very modern and very futuristic and digital because netherlands it's it's quite a, a yeah, yeah. A, a peaceful and, and traditional european yeah. yeah even on netherland comparing with other european worlds are, are quite advanced but still i think it belongs to the old world no absolutely and, and here is because i'm originally from china so i'm already very excited that from amsterdam to dubai it's a few steps closer to my hometown so. absolutely what's your primary goal and what are you looking to get out of the conference is there anything that you're putting a special attention to well actually um i'm going to meet new people and i'm going to get inspired uh but in about 10 minutes i'm joining a a, a future stage all right uh, a, a panel discussion okay. so the discussion the topic another word it's about the present and the future of metaverse metaverse all right so yeah. we have let's let's go straight into it the nfts and metaverse i really 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 want to get the answers from you <laughs> like are we going to live in a metaverse and be these avatars sitting at home with our goggles on, not moving from, from the place. Is that what's going on? Well, I think there are yes and no, because I think for a lot of people in the world, actually we're already living in the metaverse by having oh, this. Right. Yeah, I think, for example, gamers or maybe for like kids with playing avatars. But I think the metaverse is not about avatar. And that's also, a, a, we call it our North Star of our company, Straight Fire, because we want to build a metaverse or contribute to shape a metaverse together with other, uh, I would say, metaverse explorer sure. because there's no definition. I just want to make a remark. Metaverse is not something that Meta, the company, created. So oh. everyone be warned. But it was a good move. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a very, very commercial and smart move. But we should stop there. Stop from sure. like they further making that because we think metaverse should, should be ever-changing but truly creator-driven and also decentralized ecosystem. So, like, obviously, that was a funny question. I, I, I know that we're not going to, you know, be walking around like avatars in the future, but I would like to get your perspective on what the metaverse really is and what will be the manifestation of metaverse in the near future. 
I think metaverse in this case, I think due to all the hype, uh, metaverse is nothing really new now because it is the word itself is originally from the the science fiction novel Snow Crash, so it was already like a, a decade. But then, I would think the easiest uh, explanation is I would say next generation internet. Uh, hmm. Because it's the internet adding AR and VR and 3D experience. Because we live in the digital world, want to have as um, more like a better experience as, as um, the the better experience the better. So that's why the next generation of the internet, the the metaverse, created this more um, vivid and and more this virtual mm-hmm. experience. So that I think it's not completely a new thing. That's why I said a lot of people actually is already living it. For example, we talk about digital, online to offline, uh, social selling, and uh, playing Pokemon Go. It's already uh, Pokemon Go might be a good example of what's to be seen in the future on the back of advanced technology like AR uh, combined with smart glasses, etc. Yeah. Uh, I heard a very good explanation or like comparison about the internet. And metaverse internet is 2d so we have our phone yeah and we 3D. have our laptop yeah and our access to internet is through these screens yeah right yeah now metaverse is something that is a 3d experience yeah where we will be possibly wearing lenses or google's goggles we'll be watching through around us and we'll be surrounded by three-dimensional experience yes through ar and vr correct well yes and no because i think of course you, you can wear 3D, you can wear those uh, uh, VR goggles, but you also can experience that without wearing glasses. I was just in Expo, uh, uh, World Expo. Okay. Uh, I was in the Japanese pavilion, I was in a few pavilion, and you see those beautiful installation, and that experience you create, you just walk in it, and I think that spatial design of those uh, pavilion, it already gives you a very 3D experience. Wow. It kind of yeah. like stimulates all the sensories. And I think in that case, that experience can be realized even without a, a, a VR. So from your point of view, if I were to ask you, you know, Metaverse here to, to stay, is this the next new future reality? Metaverse is going to be something that in five years we are, you know looking at the same like we're looking at the internet now and Google Chrome on our is going to be a completely new normal thing. Remember when internet started, Yeah. Uh, you have all the tech people talk about it and a lot of people don't know what it is. And now 20 years later, and if you ask uh, my mom, uh, who is already like in her 70s, my young son, who's a, a teenager, you ask them, do you know internet? They said yes. But if you ask them to explain it, they will explain it based on their own experience. That's why we think that it's about the application that bringing in to the Web3 and web, uh, the metaverse is going to change mm. the future. So it's not all tech-driven. I think it should be creator-driven, experience-driven, human-centric. Interesting. Moving to another topic, NFTs. Yes. I love the concept. I can see the applicability of it, but... I want you to help me bring it closer to our listeners from your perspective. Yeah. We already had a chance to hear multiple different perspectives. Yeah. How do you see NFTs? Where do you see the value of NFTs and where do you see the future of NFTs? I think at this moment in the space you see a lot of like a different perspective. Some people see it as digital art. Some people see it like in the game collectibles. 
Um, so you have musicians also trying to release their new album uh, of, through NFT. And I think even I, I read that some of the news agencies, they are creating their like contents and then release it. I think uh, uh, maybe New Yorker or New York Times, I forgot. Um, but it is all how it's in the form. Mm. But the real essence of NFT, non-fungible tokens, is actually all about smart contract. Okay. I think it is the important part that is the, also the essence that is due to the smart contract that is written in those, co- in, the, in those codes that can protect the creator. It's about ownership and it's about authenticity. So I think that is the thing that people should see. But of course, on the surface, you see like different uh, utility of it. Um, we think that um, NFT with real value should have four elements. Uh, scarcity, okay. because it's rare, so that is valuable. And then utility, because yeah, what, what is the utility of it? What does it lead to? And then it's provenance. Provenance, I think it's a word used a lot in the art world, like it's uh, the origin, where it's from, uh, how it's being used, how it's the story is being told. And I think the last but not least is the human emotion. Because if we look at, it's very funny, a lot of people also see, like for example, uh, real estate entering NFT, and then they kind of start sell this. And I can understand that, but if we also look at our real world, most of the product we buy, they de- their value decrease. Very a few, if you, you put all the products offering in, sure. the, in the real world. But we still buy things. Why do we buy it? Because we enjoy it. And for different people, different things have different value. May it be an old watch from my father, or may it be a, a bag because I'm a bag fetish. For me, Tesla means nothing because I don't have a driving license. So why, how we determine the value of NFT I think it should also tick the box of these elements. And then, of course, for the creator side, it's the smart contract that will make sure they will benefit from it. Because I think in the current world, we see a lot of content creators, maybe visual artists or uh, story writers, they just get crumbles of the whole creative value chain. They get very little crumbles. And a big brand, and then the brands, like they are, they, they, they are so expensive, or Lamborghini or, or Louis Vuitton, they are so expensive. It's because of all the creativity around it and build up it. How would you articulate the problem that NFT and smart contract is solving for content creators? I think basically they give content creator a more option to be able to monetize their, um, their work. Mm. So on the back of the story about NFTs and the introduction, at Straight Fire, what did you decide to do? Well, we also come from creative world. So I used to be a, a, a more like a text, a texter because I work in the media. So I create content. And my colleague, he used to work in the brand. So he's also from the creative world. We see the problem of creators not get fairly paid and, and they're struggling with, um, with the current system. So that's why we decided to really build this app, decentralized app, and then it's almost like you can call it the TikTok of NFT. All right. Well, what different from TikTok is on TikTok or on Instagram, we are only renting that platform. We are contributing ca- traffic for it. And then if you want to make money, you still need to get off that platform and negotiate. But for us, the DAP is one side is connected to your digital wallet and the other side is to social, social media. So 
for us, the motto is create to earn, share to earn. All right. So that is going to be something in between uh, TikTok and OpenSea. Well, you can say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. That that that. I that, think that will be most easy for people to understand. That's yeah. really interesting. So, what's your prediction now? A couple of years down the road, like where is this whole combination of metaverse, NFT, and then crypto going to lead us? Yeah, I think uh, it's it's difficult to have an exact prediction, but I think we can still borrow how the Web two and internet develop. When internet started, you have the Yahoo, you have these portal sites, and now we have all the that app. We have all these mobile phone driven, and then people, a lot of people living in it. And I think, based on the the, the speed of the Web two development, I think it takes like 20 years. I think the Web three takes shorter time, and it will be, I would say, five, maybe five to seven years. It will have a, a, a totally different look and view. But I do want to emphasize one thing, because I think I see a lot of like underrepresented region and cultural are contributing to this new innovation like Eastern European countries and southern part and China, Asia and, and uh, South America. So there's a certain notice sending out there and, and let's hope that we can have like underrepresented cultural and regions that can benefit from this new uh, Web3 uh, evolution. Amazing. All right. Before I let you go, and I think you have four more minutes to reach the the, yeah, the, the, go, yeah. the stage. If you could choose one cartoon or a movie character to be your co-founder in the next venture, which one would it be? Um, <laughs> Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Why? Yeah, because I think maybe I think because of this um, this whole like different universe and the teleporter things that is also going through place and to places so I think for me and also he he has this really like Asian oriental kind of uh, yeah character there amazing so, yeah and of course I'm a huge fan of uh, Benedict Cumberbatch <laughs> beautiful Bay, thanks so much for coming yeah I hope uh, I, I hope uh, yeah people uh, will be more excited about NFT and uh, and metaverse I'm yeah. sure they will uh, look guys I, 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 I think this was valuable for you and then I think this view that Bay gave us is throwing a bit more light on everything that's going on uh, it's coming it's definitely coming yeah we need to get ready and to make the most out of it we, we need to start at least educating ourselves about exactly it. just going final notes from me change I think for me change is not just revolution it's also evolution so go for it go for it <laughs>